Hooray, hooray, because the moment finally happened. You tell your crush how you feel, and they look slightly disgusted. And it's even worse when they're single, because you're like, what the heck? You have no reason to reject me. So today we're diving into how to deal when he doesn't like you back. What is up, you guys? It is your host, Bianca, and this is The Real Life Girl with Bianca Sophia, and I'm your host, you've guessed it, Bianca, and I'm excited to have you guys here, mainly because the holidays are over, and during the holidays, I felt an intense pressure to be in a relationship, to be with someone, and I talked about that a lot in different episodes where I talk about singleness, struggling with loneliness, and feeling like you can't trust God. And in the middle of feeling like this, I thought of how many women are going through a season of heartbreak during the holiday season, and and it's a happy place where you're supposed to be spending time with friends and family and, you know, kissing your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, that's just how it is. And I've been through a season where I'm just waiting for the holidays to pass so that I can address my own process and, you know, feel what I feel. About three years ago, I went through a breakup um, on my birthday. I was broken up with the day of my birthday and it sucked. And I remember just waiting for the celebrations and everything to pass by so that I can just cry and like really let it out. I think it's important to mention that there are different people. One, people don't really take things so seriously or they're just like, okay, it is what it is and they move on with their life and they're fine. And I do not fall into that category. I take everything personally. My heart is on my sleeve and I never want to change that about myself because that's how I'm wired. But it did really hurt when things would happen because I would immediately take it personally and it would be just a huge stab to my ego, my heart, and just who I was. And that's my first pointer is avoid taking it personally. And I have an analogy that I've always used to address the mindset of rejection of feeling like it's a bad thing. And I'll take it as this, you're out shopping and you bring five pairs of jeans to the dressing room and after trying on, what is it, like pair three, let's say that, you realize that that's the best pair. The other pairs, they just don't fit. And it doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with them. It just, it didn't work out. And I use this mindset a lot to create a positive meaning to rejection because they may not give you the courtesy of explaining why they don't like you and they may. But truly, you never know. And you have to look at all the possibilities and face the hard truth because they may not be ready for a relationship or interested in dating at the moment, or they may not be attracted to you or think that you guys would be compatible as an item. And that's a reality you have to look at. As women, we are much more emotional. And so we tend to look at the negatives. We tend to look at, you know, what does this mean for me? And it's so tempting to want a very unfortunate and sad experience define you. And I want to encourage you to steer clear from that, to refuse the lies and believe the truth. And I actually have a personal story to go through this because it's funny, but it really did teach me a lot of lessons that I still carry in my back pocket that I'd like to share to any woman facing rejection. Back when I was in fourth grade, I had a huge crush on a boy and we will call him Rock because that was his name. He was a jerk and I don't think he's redeemed himself. Therefore, we are using his actual name. Anyway, 
I remember all of my friends pushing me toward him and encouraging me to profess my love for him. I'm just kidding. I was in fourth grade. So I wrote him this entire love letter and it was all gushy and mushy and I planned to give it to him at lunch and I chickened out. So I asked my friends to tell him how I felt instead because I was like so afraid and now I totally wouldn't do this. I believe that if you like someone, you should just tell them yourself. It's super bold and it's so attractive and I would just much rather kind of get the rejection over with myself than like have it go through a friend, but that's just my personal preference. But eventually I got the word that unfortunately he did not like me back. And he actually said that he would like me more if I wasn't fat. And these words, I tell you, cut me so deep. Because of this unfortunate rejection, I developed the mindset that no guy would ever want me because of my size or how I looked, and I find myself still unraveling that negative mindset now. And realizing that the right person will love you fully regardless of your size, your weight, and your appearance became that much more refreshing. So sister, I encourage you to refuse the lies and believe the truth. Just because one person doesn't want to be with you does not mean no one else will. So don't let one bad experience speak for the entire world. I'm not sure if you guys have heard the TikTok audio um, just saying like, there are 7 billion people on the planet. I'm pretty sure one of them is going to climb up on a moon for you. And that's what I say. Like, I think it really does apply to this genre of love because I think I love talking about love. I do. It's one of my favorite topics. But I like to focus on singleness and dealing with loneliness and, you know, wanting a guy and all these things. But I really want to start focusing on rejection because this is something that is so real. And I think it's more common upon my age group, especially in elementary school, middle school. I remember just liking guys who would never like me back. And at one point I was like, are we even surprised? Like, because this is just an everyday thing. And because of, you know, this thing that happened one after the other, I just felt like no guy would ever want me. And I brought that mindset with with me to high school and to later years because it was just, it was the worst thing just to feel so unwanted and to feel so unloved. And because I felt those feelings, I was able to find freedom in Jesus. And that's what's so beautiful. Um, Jesus really did show me that I can be redeemed. I can be restored and redefined in my broken pieces, in feeling so unwanted and feeling so alone and in feeling so unloved, so depressed, you know? And a lot of the time I made my focus on what a guy thought of me. Did he think I was cute? And at one point I thought, are we here to self-worship or to worship? And that's what's so depressing is that so many women are letting these very unfortunate, very, you know, big experiences. I'm not invalidating that, but they let them define that. And I just want to encourage you that God loves you. His selfless act of dying on the cross is literally confirmation of his love. God did not reject you. God does not hate you. God wants you fully. And I think that that's really refreshing to a single girl, to a girl getting out of a breakup, to any girl, regardless of where she's at in life, because it is so, so tempting to continuously 
seek the approval of man. And that's not a reality. We're not here to serve man and we're here to serve Jesus. And rejection really did make me look at that, that rejection is not a thing when it comes to having a relationship with God, because God wants you fully. He has always wanted you fully. And just knowing that he accepted you before anyone else could reject you is like just so true. And I just, I could never go back to a place of wanting a guy to like me and all these things. Once I knew that truth, it just changed my entire It's important to mention that you cannot force someone to like you back. I have covered getting through the initial rejection, getting through feeling like this does define you through just the sadness, the heartbreak, and anything else that comes with rejection. But I wanted to make this such a point. And I'm actually referencing the website that I used to literally just go into depth with this because I resonated so much and I thought that I'm not the only one that feels like this. So I got this from onelove.com. These are just my ideas, but I did use that a lot to reference. And I'm telling a personal story once more. Surprise, surprise. A couple years back, I was in contact with my ex, which was already a bad mistake. And we had started talking just as friends. And eventually, you know, as we started talking more, our friendship became deeper. Um, I developed feelings for him. And I admitted those feelings. And his response was, I don't know. And I remember those words so crystal clearly. Like, I can picture his face perfectly when he had said that. And I believe that if you are not saying yes, it's a no. It's a clear no. If it is not an enthusiastic yes, a Y-E-S exclamation point, it's a no. And because he didn't give me a definite answer, I exhausted myself trying to make him love me. And this is where I say that hard truth comes in because you need to realize that just as much as you like them, it won't work. And even if it does work out, my question to you would be, why would you want to be with someone who wasn't sure of you at one point? And ask yourself that because it breaks my heart to see so many women being stuck on the same guy who really doesn't like them back and really doesn't care about what they do. And you're waiting for a response. You're checking if he looked at your story. So I encourage you to stop holding out for him and stop DMing him because it's a highway to nowhere. And ultimately, you deserve someone that is 110% sure of you. And again, I encourage you to look back at scripture because the Lord says that if we look to him, if we don't rely on our own understandings, he will order our steps and make our paths straight. It is so, so hard to you know, be in a situation where, you know, you want to be with someone, but you're also kind of confused and you're like, I don't know if he likes me back. He's giving me mixed signals and yada, yada. And you're getting into this whirlwind of confusion and anxiety and wondering if this is going to work out and just literally being strung along this entire sequence. And it's not worth that. Like, I promise you that God wants you to be on such a definite path where you're sure of your worth regardless of who likes you back of who doesn't like you back because i promise that there's truth and there's freedom and that there's redemption in really trusting god to um you know reveal those things and to order your paths and to make those paths straight i know there have been so many times where i've like been talking to even like a new friend and i'll just say like lord if this is not your will please shut this door and within hours i mean he took action like god wants you to be able to pray those prayers and to truly surrender this 
um, burden to him because I've put up with, I mean, some of the worst situations just because I was so tired of being single. And um, I realize that that's a reality that a lot of women face is that they're willing to put up with a guy that will not give them a definite, a definite answer and will say, I don't know, or hold on, just wait a few more months you know, just because they're so tired of um, being single. And I want to tell you that there are men out there who are willing to pursue and who are willing to commit. And if you trust that God will bring you what you need in each and every season, I promise you that you can, that you can trust that that is going to be your reality. Um, you know, if you can hold on to that truth, if you can really um, rely on him to order your steps, you know, please don't um, lean on your own understanding. Because, you know, I, I talked on the Real Life Girl um, IG page a couple weeks back talking about how God is a 360 degree screen. Because, I mean, God sees everything. He knows everything. He knows all past, present, and future tense. And us, like, we're so limited. We don't see much. And, you know, we only see, we don't even see tomorrow. You know what I mean? And so there are so many days where I've said, like, you know, why, God, did you let this friendship end, this relationship, you know, go to shambles? Like, why couldn't you just let me have this thing? And I even got to a point where I thought, like, is God holding out on me? Like, because I just did not feel his love at that point and I was really looking at you know all of these external solutions and I really thought God knows what he's doing God has been in my past God has been in my present obviously and he is in in, in my future and um ultimately in eternity so you know I I don't want to go with what I think is best I want to go with what God knows is best and I want to encourage you um to hold on to that truth because you know that is truly what's going to um encourage you to move into a you know much better place and things like that and there is community there are women that who can also resonate and part of this episode was to make it a point that you are not alone so many women even the prettiest of girls i've seen it go through rejection and um you know while it's not something that a lot of uh people like to admit it is it is a reality but trusting and holding on to the lord who is the truth um you know is ultimately what would set you free Taking time for yourself is probably the best thing because it's it's great. If you need to vent, you can look to a trusted friend to vent to. Um, it's been so great to be able to call one of my like, you know, best girlfriends and just be like, oh, like this guy doesn't like me. But like, you know, even if there's crying involved, like it's just so fun because I can, you know, truly voice how I'm feeling. And also because a lot of my friends, um, you know, have been my mentors in the past. I've mentored them and, you know, we've been able to give each other advice on, you know, based on uh, certain experiences. And of course, looking back at scripture and what God has to say about it. Um, so really looking to trusted friends um, for advice and guidance is so, so helpful. And acknowledging your feelings. If you need to cry it out, just let it go and do so. And I think it's especially devastating, like I've stated before, that maybe you've dedicated a lot of time to getting to know this person or talking. And so when everything is said and done and it's over, it's just, it's, it's like such a bad pain. And so that's what I want to encourage you is to, um, you know, look to different community is to look to trusted friends for, you know, there's no shame in asking for help. And, um, I've even received emails and DMS from listeners being like, how can I, 
get through this situation? Um, you know, how can I get through my singleness? How can I get through, um, you know, this hurdle in my faith journey? And so, you know, everyone here at the real life girl, we are here to support you. We are praying for you. We are going to war for you. And, um, you know, yeah. And I just wanted to encourage, um, any girl going through this is to take time for yourself and other ways is to stay busy. You know, being busy also helps and like joining extracurriculars. If you're in school, um, trying a new form of exercise like Pilates, I mean, Pilates is no joke. No one talks about it. And people are just like, Hey, going to Pilates class. And I'm like, what? Like, how like Pilates is so hard um you can also join different help and support groups and I remember joining a book club really helped me get through one of my first non-breakups and I use this phrase because although it wasn't a breakup it felt like it and being around women who genuinely lifted me up and encouraged me to be brave and be bold in Christ just really helped so that concludes this episode for today but if you leave with anything I just want to encourage you to look to God because I know it's so easy to think like God doesn't have anything to say to my situation and I just want to encourage you to refuse the lies and believe the truth because God is a comforting God he is a good and faithful God and even though this very unfortunate event has happened um you can trust him to order your steps and um you know lead you into better situations that will actually benefit you so like always all my social medias are in the show notes I always love connecting with you guys and receiving feedback on the podcast and with that being said I will see you guys in the next episode